Hi, today in the world, uh, January 27, 2020, this is the Biomedical Engineering News, this is your host, Nicholas A. Crusato, hey. and I'm grateful to be here. Here today you're going to find out why you need more vitamin D in the winter. Okay. The Clearview AI's database amassed 3 billion photos, how to opt out. And uh, nature.com reports about symptom improvement in children with autism spectrum disorder. The MUFON virus update. Da, da, da. Yeah. Some cancers better left undiscovered. What? Well, maybe not for this retired milkman, but let's uh let's get at it. Thanks for thanks for being part of the magic. two types of people need vitamin D the most this winter. Which one are you? Well, with winter upon us, vitamin D deficiency infections happen a lot. It's made in our skin following sunlight exposure. Also found in oily fish, such as mackerel, tuna, and sardines, mushrooms, and fortified dairy and non-dairy substitute is essential for good health. Humans need vitamin D to keep healthy and fight infections. The irony is that in winter, we don't get enough. So what can we do? Take supplements? Uh, well, I think um, vitamin D could definitely be... Um, personally, I get it from a I, IR light. Got a little IR light that I put next to my bed. And sometimes for bed, I just pop it on and just bask in it um but this report by inverse.com says um in addition to a high vitamin d food they should take additional vitamin d from foods and or supplements to get at least 600 iu per day people have dark skin or avoid sunshine should eat more vitamin d, d year round it's important for your bones and your microbes. You know, you, higher, higher levels of vitamin D reduce susceptibility to implement, inflammatory bowel disease and Crohn's disease, gut and lung infections in animals and people. It's super important. Get an IR light. Those are fun. It's pretty cozy. Nice little heater. Moving on, all right, so, fear-mongering, fear-mongering. All right, Clearview AI's database has three billion photos. You want yours to lead? I would hope so. Last week, New York Times detailed how the firm's facial recognition program has escaped scraped sources including Facebook and Twitter to build its vast directory containing 3 billion images. Um, Clearview AI, which is used by law enforcement agencies such as the FBI, has continued to create a storm of controversy. 
This week, it emerged that police have been ordered to stop using Clearview AI, and Twitter has sent a cease and desist letter knowing that the firm has violated the social network's policies, demanding that any scape data, scrape data is deleted. A lawsuit has been filed against Clearview AI in Illinois, alleging that the firm's actions are a threat to civil liberties. Now, it's emerged that if you want to have it uh, removed from the database, you have to provide a headshot and a photo of your government-issued ID. Quick look at the company's privacy policy is enough to send shivers down the spine of even the most laid-back person, explaining how you need to email privacy requests to uh, this email request at Clearview AI to request your images be removed. It means please submit a name headshot. That's, yeah. So what's the big deal? They catch criminals. Well, it's a terrifying thought as the fact that the company is already being used by multiple police forces. First customer was Indiana State Police, which uh, managed to recognize someone who wasn't previously in its databases, and the man was arrested and charged. I should tell that to my old roommate. We're coming for you, Stephanie. I'm just kidding. She got served uh, over the weekend by my neighbor. It was pretty cool. Uh, why is it even controlled? Um, hmm. Well, big guns such as Microsoft and Google and a conundrum. Uh, could really just like, you know, play the easy road and whatever. That's where I'm at today. Let's, uh, get to our... Abstract of the day. Alright. Just gonna change the tone of my voice. Maybe auto-tune it a little bit. You feel that? Can you hear me? Okay. Alright. This by Translational Psychiatry of uh, Nature.com says symptom improvement in children with autism spectrum disorder following bumetanide, bumetanide, bumetanide administration is associated with decreased GABA slash glutamine ratios. All right, bumet. Bumetanide has been reported to alter synaptic excitation inhibition balance by potentiating the action of GABA receptors, thereby attenuating the severity of autism spectrum disorder in animal models. However, clinical evidence of its efficiency in young patients with ASD is limited. This was investigated in the present clinical trial of 83 patients, randomized of the butamic group uh, with 0.5 milligram twice daily or the control group no bumetanine uh, treatment primary secondary exploratory and excitatory neurotransmitter concentrations measured in the insular cortex and visual cortex by magnetic resonance spectroscopy MRS fall outcome measures were evaluated at baseline at the three-month follow-up. Side effects were monitored throughout the treatment course. Compared with the control group, 
dimethyltryptamine group showed significant reduction in symptom severity, as indicated by both total CAR score and number of items assigned as a score of greater than or equal to 3. The improvement in clinical symptoms was confirmed by CGI. GABA and GICS ratio in both the IC and BC decreased more rapidly over a three-month period in the bumenide group and then the, that in the control group. This decreased the I in the IC associated with symptom improvement in the bumetanine group. Our study confirmed the clinical efficiency of bumetanine on alleviating the core symptoms of ASD in young children. And its first demonstration that the improvement is associated with the reduction in GABA and GICS ratios. This study suggests that the GABA-GIX ratio measured by MRS may provide a neural imaging biomarker for assessing treatment efficiency for biometin. That's great. Reduce symptoms for autism. Alright, coronavirus. Alright, scientists now think they know what started China's deadly coronavirus. And they said it's bath. I reported snakes, but they say it's baths this time. I don't know. Well, they published a paper Thursday confirming the, the, the fast spreading virus is in the same family as the severe acute respiratory sy syndrome SARS virus that hit Asia in 2003 and killed almost 800 people. And MERS. Well, they're, they quarantined them. And I don't know, they say Ebola is also from bats. I mean, the bats are pretty cute, but they're rodents, and I guess they're eating the bats. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. Well, the, the report also suggests that since snakes hunt bats in the wild, they could have been the original source for the virus. So, it's definitely a zoonotic viral disease. So it came directly from the animals to humans, so. But they definitely marketed it as Wuhan's seafood market was the source of the novel market, uh, reports sciencemag.org. So it's a seafood market that sells bats. Or maybe that they're, well, whatever. China, um, China's coronavirus actually spreads before the symptoms actually show. So it says more than 2,000 people is infected. Oh boy, I'm bored with that. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, new study claims some cancers better left undiscovered. Yeah, that's what that's what Sydney Morrow Herald, the, the, the Aussies down there, the medical journal in Australia on Monday, argues more than half of melanoma's 22% breast cancers and 42% prostate cancers diagnosed in Australia would have never caused problems. 
one in five cancers uh, are better off. Who's getting these numbers? I love it. Uh, the government funds a breast cancer screening program and people diligently ask their general practitioner for skin and prostate cancer checks. But all that extra cheeking is turning up cancers that would have never gone on to harm the patient. And to treat them, we go to surgery and chemotherapy, which come at their own risk. You know? There's a guy that comes into my work and he's got a very lumpy face. I mean, it's probably elephantitis, but I always wonder if I got cancer and it didn't really grow out of proportion, it was just a thing. I'd rock it. But if it's an, yeah. Well, not for this retired milkman. He had his entire lung removed through the keyhole surgery in the world's first. You know, he had a two-inch keyhole surgery. Raymond Page, 74. Thank God for him. He looks like a G. Take out, check out the picture. He's proud. He looks almost grumpy, though. But all the, all the people behind him that helped do it, they were they're very happy. I'd be a little bit grumpy if I had to uh, lose half my lungs, but... It was a two and a half hour operation with a tiny cut in the abdomen between the ribs, reducing pain and time spent in the hospital. Currently, surgeons reach the lung through an incision, sometimes four times the size of the size of the, size of the chest, which can require months of recovery. You know, I actually reported, I wanted to do, I'd report on a, a pancreatic surgery. And uh, where they go into the belly button, which doesn't actually leave any scars and it's pretty quick. And, and that was supposed to be my design. I was developing a magnetic imaging system for um, actually uh, locating this magnet that would be held up by a receptor. And you would insert into the gut, clamp onto the appendix, and, and they would lift up, and you would have to use the magnet to actuate it. Well, surgery like that, keyhole surgery, is is pretty awesome. His wife, Joe, who's 69, said that we celebrate knowing it might be our last to enjoy with each other, and their three children and eight grandchildren. She's so happy. Well, I'm happy for them. They say they're going on a caravan trip to celebrate. What does that mean? They have a caravan? Hmm. Well, with his birthday next month, he's actually going undergoing chemotherapy as a precaution against the cancer resurfacing. But today he's looking forward to spending the summer with his wife Joe and their caravan. Hmm. Well, you go, Joe or Raymond and Joe. Life's good. Today's a great day. Time for the biohack, guys. Biohack. 
Well, besides the biohack of the IR lamp, maybe I'll put a picture of it and I'll talk a little bit more. And um, I think it's pretty interesting. There's a couple types, you know, there's near infrared and then there's far infrared IR lamps. I'm doing this on the fly, so I hope. Uh, yeah, I think uh, infrared lamps, uh, infrared radiation. That sounds bad, right? Well, sometimes it's uh, light therapy, that's what they call it. Red light therapy. And that's like the best kind of light. I got your, your IL 50. And it's a nice little near IR cold laser. And you put it on your back for muscle pain and real and uh, pain relief. But usually I just soak up my face. Um, but it's best to have it directly on the skin. But it's a nice little cozy light. It's a heater. So if you can remember, remember when I reported in one of the earlier episodes that I reported about the the IR sauna that looks like a burrito. You just wrap yourself in it. Well, this is just a lamp and you just shine it on you. But um, it's about 50 bucks on Amazon and I, um, I definitely appreciate it. You know, that you could, uh, you know, you could just buy an incandescent light bulb, which uses tungsten filament. And um, that's that's a type of IR, you know. And we just um, they're becoming super popular. You can call them what do they call them Tesla coil, maybe not a Tesla coil, but uh, Edison bulb. That's right. They said Tesla was even a real person, but of course he was, if you believe. You know all that. But whatever. Hope you have a great day. Today's gonna be an excellent day. And I, I just want to give a shout out to those that um, listen. This is a, a Monday to Friday podcast where I just talk about the news. A little bit of the current uh, uh, events in the biomedical field. And it spans everything from health to, uh, to like, yeah, health and surgery and all the fun stuff of life. Try and try you know, promote health and wellness. So, um, don't take any of my advice as like a credible physician's request. But um, I'm just an engineer trying to try and do right by the world. So, I'm grateful for you guys and keep living. That's annoying. Too much biohack. I'll work on my sounds, but um, you just have a great day, guys. Keep living.